a space for idea sharing a space to question your last move and to help you rethink the next one and to challenge your existing beliefs a space that engages entrepreneurs and top thinkers this is an acute media original i'm oranda dixon and this is yellow tip In today's episode, I'm joined by Melchizedek and definitely this is going to be an interesting conversation. Melchizedek is a love of music which led to a podcast, Zack and Mel, which he hosts and is available on our platform, acute.co.ke. He's also the founder of Casa and he's going to talk a little bit about what Casa is. He's also an investor in the Nairobi Stock Exchange. Uh, he's also a serial entrepreneur and lifelong learner. There's plenty of things to talk about, but in addition to what I've said, Mel, Can you share with us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, um, I'm Mel uh, from Zakanda. I think that's that's how I want to be known. That's how you want to be known. Yeah. Mel. Yeah, Mel from Zakanda of Music which is a, a podcast on acute media. Uh apart from that, I also I just prefer to be called a lifelong learner because I think that's what I enjoy most. I enjoy learning, I enjoy trying out new stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 happy that you involved with Casa and everything, but yeah, I just prefer to be called a lifelong learner. So, um, yeah, I I can definitely attest to the fact that I I also find you curious and I find you someone who constantly keep on learning. I mean, we read articles and discuss them. Yeah. That's that's quite that's quite interesting. Yeah. Now, for someone who's not and someone who's listening to you and would like to cultivate that curiosity in a sense. Uh, like what I, how did you get to that level of curiosity i mean people burn their books after finishing school yeah. you, you know that yeah. yeah and it's not bad it's not bad <laughs> it's not bad but then that's not a life that's not a lifelong learner uh yeah i mean for me i would say my first uh my first memory of wanting to know like just wanting to learn was i think when i was that's if not 12 12 i don't know I can't remember the year but it's very early. I was with my grandma and my little brother and I was trying to read you see the 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 cooking oil uh the wrap the thing that wraps the cooking oil things. So it was written pure vegetable oil. I was I remember myself just because I was in prime not even prime I was still in pre unit or something. So I was pure vegetable cooking oil I was reading it like uh, letters so p u then i came to pure <laughs> and stuff like that but i mean that's that's where that's my where actually my first memory of wanting to to just learn to be ahead of, of the curve mm-hmm. um it's it's also just i'm not sure how i get it, i got into books i just love books i love i love reading i love listening to podcasts that's why i also create of one I enjoy um watching educational talks and things like that. So mm-hmm. I really don't know where this thing came from really really don't. But <laughs> well, but I think I I guess it's more of uh, you being intentional about it as well like like you you purpose yourself to actually learn something. Most of the time I'll say but mm. again at sometimes also just uh, yeah it's 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 really it's a hard thing to to explain. Mm-hmm. I just find myself like reading things um even if it's not something that i'm not interested in i just find myself reading the other day i was telling zach 
if you want to if you want to get into the habit of learning don't focus on wanting to read the classics or what people are talking about in the you know in the mainstream just pick something and read mm. you'll just you'll just get interested and that's how uh, how I've I've bumped myself into a lot of like good materials the learning materials you see mm-hmm. yeah Uh, awesome. Speaking of Zach, uh, so Zach is the host, is your co-host on yeah. uh, on Zach and Mel Talk Music. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how you guys conceptualize the concept? How did that come up? Another crazy story. I don't know how we we used to hate each other, uh, to hate each other. Most people, <laughs> most people don't know that, but we never got along with Zach for at, the, at first or initially. Mm-hmm. And because I love literature, I found Zach like whenever we used to work at the same place so whenever I wrote emails or when he was conversing in meetings I found his uh, his English to be interesting and that one caught my eyes although we were not like friends at that at that yet mm-hmm. then having stayed with him for a, a couple of months I learned that he's also interested in rap music and specifically the type of rap that I'm interested in So uh, I think I'm the first one who you made the move. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I asked him about the the music why that kind of music. And then I think that's where we started to talk about music and then yeah, from there a little bit of like monthly weekly talks about music, discussions, arguments, then I decided like Zach, why 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 don't we start a a music podcast? Then that's how the idea of Zach and Mel Talk music came about the reason why i think i wanted to talk to you uh, i'd like you to talk a little bit about that is because in most cases uh you'll observe people will have ideas but then it becomes hard to actualize those ideas yeah, yeah. like like for you uh what was that you know like that turning point or tipping point like you're like okay we've been having these conversations a while now we need to do something about this i would say two reasons mm. the first one is i'm so i have enjoyed so much podcast i've learned so many things on podcast be it Joe Rogan be it Tim Ferris i mean I'll, just a lot of podcasts that i listen to and and the yellow tape and maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh-huh. i learned so much uh, on podcast mm-hmm. i just wanted to contribute to to that industry okay and when idea of me and Zach um we have like we had a common ground we had something that we liked and that was one one of the reasons two uh this is through observation and also just seeing how the world works i think people have a lot of good ideas uh but they never do them so i don't want to be one of those people that have great ideas and have discussions about them but never actualize or try to execute on those ideas. So mm-hmm. I mean look at look at some of the greatest people on this planet. Uh, Amazon was once idea, Microsoft was once an idea. And if even if you hear the story of these guys talking about them or how they reached the status that they they are at right now, it was a lot of sheer work. It was a lot doing. It was not about talking. It was mm-hmm. a lot of just doing. Uh it's about pitching, it's about selling, it's about, you know, building and that's I, i want to be that kind of person i don't want to be someone who's, ju- who's intellectual but never actualize or executes on anything mm. yeah you you've actually spoken like uh, a certain guy i know who says that just having an idea 
you know it's like having like a thought yeah it's, it's like it's not helpful to the yeah. world neither does it helpful to you i think you need to you need to get it out i mean just do do it mm-hmm. even if you fail just mm-hmm. that that's my mentality right now of and it's something that i realized a couple of just i mean one or two years ago so it's not that it's something that i'm really learning also as well mm-hmm. right now it's not something that is in me or i've mastered it but it's a good thing even the other day i, I asked you what do you think is the greatest impediment to youth's um, lack of employment or you know just being successful in life mm-hmm. and one you, you you mentioned action so action is really important even if you just do try it you fail you, i mean you that's one way of not doing it yeah so you might as well just want to do it in another way yeah try it in another way for yeah. sure yeah i think yeah i yeah i remember that conversation i think in action is definitely a big uh, a big uh, a big uh, part of it yeah. uh, in terms of like we we don't really take action or rather we don't act on ideas that we have yeah Uh, and i think the moment we do that like you said you sort of build on it yeah i mean uh i i was fortunate to be um, to to have joined facebook when it was still in its early phase, stages and boy that thing was awful it was awful <laughs> it was awful but but ideally the the, the idea of facebook was really good yeah. but over time they have built on it yeah. and that's, that's what it. i think you that's you're, it you're that's, that's how that's how the world works it rewards people who learn from their mistakes who take action mm. and learn from their mistakes and people it's, who it's take same. action and learn from their mistakes yeah i mean it's that's it's simple mm. just that simple that's how the world works mm-hmm. you can call it law, law of nature you can call it you can attribute it to reli- any religion it's universal Let me ask you Zach uh sorry Mel you you've you've mentioned something to do with taking action one of the other biggest reason that usually comes up is resource yeah you know you, you someone will tell you they have this amazing concept and all that but then when it comes to why you're not doing it when there's always the issue of i need this much like w- w- what's your comment what would you say yeah it's it's also a factor mm. i mean it's for you to take action at least you need one or two things in place so it's it's a factor but i'll just i'll say it's so important for us to take action that we, i don't want us to start blaming resources for not uh pulling the moves but it's definitely um a factor to consider mm-hmm. in taking action yeah. the government should help i mean the banks should help the professionals people have done it before should help and it also just comes from you you approaching the bank you approaching the professionals who have done it um you know it's 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 just that mm. the, the government also it's us about us talking or you know just approaching the government and telling uh, telling them what's 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 missing what what they should provide mm-hmm. and all that mm. yeah uh i know you 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 also follow um I know you are an, you invest in the Nairobi Stock Exchange but before we talk about that I know you also follow a lot of startups uh, you follow a lot of uh, you know what is happening in the Silicon Valley and even the Kenyan space um I was I, I just want to get your views on and, and just also sort of related to what you've mentioned someone also said that never go for funding unless you've uh, sort of validated the idea and if that makes sense in the sense that 
before you go for funding like to seek for resources to grow the business yeah. you need to have maybe gotten a customer yeah you know so before you go looking for uh James Mongi of equity and telling him that hey i need 10 million shillings to to run this particular business the idea so so, so the, the the idea behind what I'm, the, 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 the what i'm trying the idea behind this is before you go to look for funding you need to have validated the idea and by validating the idea is by getting a customer to actually buy from your solution okay buy your solution yeah i think that's that's how it's okay first i'm i'm really i'm not a like the best the best person to answer that question but i'm just i'm just using my knowledge I mean I've done I'm not I don't have any so much information about startups starting one and all those I'm just interested I just I, I learn and I follow and I say I'll say um, it's it's so important for for startup people who want to start startups or businesses to do their research to do as much research don't just wake up one day uh, you are inspired by Facebook <laughs> and then you <laughs> want to start something like Facebook in Kenya mm-hmm. uh he, after the inspiration I'll just i mean that this is how it works for me it's uh, after getting inspired spend some time and learn about the industry um, i don't think most of us we, we, we do that i yeah i don't think we do that you just told us to have a just do it mentality so <laughs> do it okay, okay. so you have okay research is also part of the of just do it the mentality yeah, yeah for sure so this is how i do it mm-hmm. uh, or not <laughs> how i do it but how i approach such stuff mm-hmm. Um I'm interested in doing in opening a executive barbershop, right? Yes. I just don't I'm inspired. I've, that was the first job. People don't understand. That was my first job when I was in high school. When I was in high school, I used to shave. That's how I used to get money uh my daily to day, you know, money for usage of me buying soap, uh uniform and all those. Some other personal connection to barbershop even just before before uh, having an idea of you know owning one i'm definitely going to own one you know definitely maybe a chain of barber shops but uh, for me after coming up to, after coming up the idea of uh, of realizing that i need this something that i have to do even if i don't do it today i mean I, that idea came to me in 2018 2017 2018 you know? mm-hmm. i've not done it but i'm i'm doing you know i'm doing my my learning at this moment I'm I mean I'm just following the people have done it you know uh, and uh, and those thing gathering data and that's really important before you go into the market and you know mm. do something there's some that there, there are two types there's some ideas that you don't want to risk on you know mm-hmm. like you, ha- you you need to have that do it mentality but do your research first so you don't go don't just you know the lake Mm-hmm. deep end of the lake without knowing mm-hmm. it would to the deep end of the lake after you know what's there you know you don't want to just risk risk with some facts yeah yeah i think i i definitely agree with you um being someone who's tried yeah. several things and failed in the process yeah. I, you definitely appreciate um speaking with people in the field and and, and getting to to actually validate that whatever it is you're working on is actually valuable yeah. and people will actually buy. I want us to take a quick break and when I when we come back I'd like us to talk about the experiment you're currently running of a music record label. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out. You get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime. And we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. All right. So, Mel, <laughs> you... I've been a, I've been a guest in your show several times yeah. and 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 uh, it's actually an honor having you to sort of also you know give back you need to give back to <laughs> <laughs> you need to give back to the community yeah. and what I like about your show is the I usually say this but I learn a lot from your podcast I didn't grow up uh, I w- I'm not really exposed to the hip hop space as you guys were I used to think I was until mm-hmm. i met you <laughs> okay. i mean there the are rappers i've never had and, and and your depth of understanding music is quite uh, and also so, so zacks yeah. it's quite in depth like you guys really know your craft you know your artist i mean i think you are the people who don't listen to music for the fun of it but you listen to the music to like hmm okay that made sense <laughs> but well that part you know like that's like you don't listen it uh, as an average consumer that's what i'll say who Okay. When you skiza beats. Okay. <laughs> In one of your podcasts, um, we spoke about record labels. Yeah. And you really had um a big issue with record labels owning masterpieces that um yeah. uh technically artists produced. And, and 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 one of the reasons if you go back and you look at some of the research that we did is that record labels actually do a lot in terms of even compensating the artists uh, like you technically working for us if let's say we sign you we sort of you are sort of working for us and 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 like where you work anything you yeah. produce working under that company belongs to that company yeah. right yeah. i just want to know like how have your views changed about record labels and uh, how's your experiment going uh so for me still to date I, I believe that the creators should be getting the larger uh share of the profits i don't believe that the labels should be taking the majority of it you are the creator as a, as a rapper as a singer you should be getting the majority of the of the profit mm-hmm. i don't believe in the idea of low labels are doing a lot they might be doing a lot but it, if they're doing a lot, it means the the, the creators are doing uh, way much better, <laughs> okay. a lot more than what they do. You know? Have you ever heard of Maslow hierarchy of needs? No. So it's it's this it's it's this pyramid sort of structure, <laughs> and arguably, so at the bottom you have like the, so so it, it sort of walks people through the journey of you achieving your creativity, where you can achieve maximum potential. Of mm-hmm. what you can do, so for you to achieve maximum the optimum, you first of all need your basic needs catered taken care of. Yeah. Right. So this is yep. food, you know, and all that. Yeah. Then above it, it's like you need to have that sense of loving, like you need to 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 be, like wanted, like people people yeah. love you, you yeah. know. Then I think above there's something. Then out the top is where now you achieve your, your optimum. Yeah. And, and where I'm going with this is. The Meslo, uh, the the record label sort of takes care of what of those hierarchy of needs to allow the the creative 
to actually become creative but you are owning my thing you are owning my, you are owning my music <coughs> mm-hmm. how are you taking care of me when you own me no but see i'm paying you for it but you own but me but you remember you what i said but you remember what we said like you've signed a contract with us you are working for us technically i should not be working for you i okay. should be working with you but you see if you're As not a creator but if you're not working with me okay if you're not if we don't have that sort of arrangement then it means you go solo and meaning all the benefits that come with working with a uh, with a you know stable record label and, and then people they have disappear jay z jay z has been um, uh, i mean after he made it no from day one reasonable sure? doubt yeah reasonable doubt that is a, that is jay z so so the independent album uh, what's what's the name of his record label rock nation rock rock nation Rockefeller or Rockefeller 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 was the first one uh-huh. uh, and that that was an independent record label they own everything within that uh, label how about the artists who came to sign Rock, uh, all them uh, so someone like Kanye who signed with Rockefeller later on also he owns his music not not like the, you see the universal universal the Warner the Sony If you sign most of the artists that have signed you see they own they, they, those labels they mm-hmm. own the, the the songs that okay. the creators do make why do they own do you know why they own because it's lucrative i mean if if imagine owning a part of it's 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 the same thing if you own a part of safaricom safaricom makes why do artists billion. why do the artists allow that um it's it's a lot of factors one you want money there's that what they call what's called the the money you get the i don't know Ro- uh, royalties or no no the, the first okay so when you are signed you are oh. given like five million or one million mm-hmm. you see uh, in advance okay advance money uh, so that's that uh teases a lot of entices a lot of artists mm-hmm. you know like i mean i've never touched a million in my life someone is going to give me a million in advance without creating anything before that's that's a big factor for them to sign yeah also it's just it's something that we, we've known we've, we've seen people who have signed making it and lo- some of the artists that we know or we look up to sign deals so we want to be Eminem you want to be blah 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 and they sign deals so cuz look i i think there's a benefit being part of a label definitely okay yeah as compared to being an independent artist right mm, i mean i i, I won't say that i would say mm-hmm. there's benefits to being an independent artist and then there's benefits for signing for a record label both have their benefits yes yes yeah. yes maybe you might <coughs> say the, the the labels are they, they have more they have they've built a reputation of doing it or breaking artists into the mainstream mm. and that's why you might want to to sign with them because there's there's high chances of you breaking into the mainstream as compared to someone who is doing his grind as a solo artist mm. so that's also a reason for people to sign but we've seen people like we've, been, we've seen Russ I don't know if you know Russ uh is an independent artist we've seen a couple of them now nas even nas nas is an independent artist right now we've seen jz from day one being an independent mm. artist you know we've seen a lot of guys make it mm. independently because this is what this is what i usually think of when i'm when i'm i'm looking at uh, and this is something that we also even in the business side yeah. like yes you can build the entire process on your own but why uh, but why would you want to do that if you can collaborate with someone who already has a process in place because like at what expense at what expense you have to consider that collaborating with someone 
but what are the the terms mm-hmm. are you going to be snatched something away from you maybe the production maybe your way of you know you you, you have to understand music is a creative process and not so many people are ready to give up their creative rights to someone else like you being directed to write this article this way you know mm-hmm. imagine someone um, directing you how to tweet like your tweets have to be like this you know it's it's annoying so that and that's one thing that labels do so to break you to the mainstream there are things that you have to follow like but don't, don't you think like this is what i'm saying mel uh, like that part where you said in terms of uh, you know like this is how you're supposed to tweet because remember if you are an artist if you're like a big brand or something whatever you say i mean look at what kanye the other time when he was you know tweeting whatever he wanted yeah. whatever that was coming to his mind did you see the backlash he got like that like f- being at that level you can't just say anything like you you're influencing masses yeah, but you can do that without a label without you can you can have someone to direct you or control or manage you, manage you without owning a piece of your work mm. do you agree with that i can sign a management deal mm-hmm. with someone who takes 5% of my profit your income yes but i own the music uh, so i own every the royalties and the rights of using my music so you see the difference yeah. the labels they own your music they still want to control you a management mm. company mm-hmm. might just take 5 or 10% but you own your music the royalties come to you directly mm. they only take 5%, 5% of the of the the cut yeah okay that's quite and interesting even even kanye you've talked about kanye 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 is against uh, the record labels right now. i mean it's it's something that has taken uh, a lot of people are talking about it especially in the united states mm. about the how labels are structured they're structured to take money to make the companies to make the record labels rich and you know without really looking at how the artists but, but in the process like let's let's case in point let's take Liloin uh, mm-hmm. who was uh, under Kashmani Records yeah um so his cutter uh, what which cutter was that that five that five was, yeah. that was uh, was had was had issues yeah but you see in the process in the process of Kashmani growing i mean we've also seen lilwin grow i mean yeah. i saw lilwin from go dj to you know like what he is right now but big don't shot don't you want to you want to um, associate that fully to the record label i think there is a contribution there's a contribution we, we cannot we cannot we cannot we cannot like nullify i mean they are they are better they are i'm sure they are better they are rappers who are way better than wizy right not main <laughs> my opinion <laughs> that's a subjective okay man. Yeah. in your last episode i asked you how do you guys decide who's the best rapper yeah. i think it's very subjective there's True. no clear there's no but if you if if you look at like i'm sure there are the artists who are you know who can rap okay almost the same as lil wayne or yeah. better but yeah. they never go to that spotlight yeah. that's a wheezy god yeah. and, and 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 cash money had a huge contribution to lil wayne's journey you don't want, you don't want to say huge if you don't you don't you can't quantify you you, you just don't want to say that okay before Lil, before before kashmani records uh, signed lil wayne was he rapping yeah lil wayne started to rap at around 8 years old mm-hmm. lil wayne lil wayne has been like lil wayne i would say there's a lot of things but skills lil wayne is a skilled rapper from mm. day one nobody can argue about that for sure Uh, Lil Wayne grinds. We've seen uh, Lil Wayne doing hundreds 
of features in a year. Yes, yes. We've seen But that time he was the, the time when he was doing lots of collabs is like it was I think like the, the the biggest name at that time. Yeah. So it's like when Akon was the biggest name, everyone wanted a collab with. True. I mean, there's a song that Lil Wayne did. Was it uh, with Mariah Carey and the, the remix? Mm-hmm. I think they just woke him up. <laughs> how he was sounding. <laughs> you know that song. No. There's a song. There's, uh, it's uh, Mariah. It was a remix. I can't remember the song exactly, but how Lil Wayne sound. It's like they call him Mabusha. Hey, wait, we're doing this collab. Are you game? I was like, yeah, sure. sure. What collab is it? Just record it and, and send it. And yeah, but he is really good. I remember that, really good. that period. Really that period Look, he... there's a lot of things. There's a, I, I, I would say... So you want to say Cash Money... I, w- I want you to really acknowledge the fact that Cash Money had a contribution to Wayne's journey. I acknowledge that 100%. Mm-hmm. Just don't want to say huge. When you can't quantify, there's a lot of factors to be, that were involved in Wayne's success as a rapper. He's killed. That's he's good. One. He's, he's good. Really good. Yeah. People can relate to it. Um, is is uh, controversial in some in some cases. Is a is a is a is a publicity stunt by its own. You know. Um, he's done. But was he's is grinding. Mm-hmm. He's working. He's not there. He's not skilled. He's just you know. There are some people who are skilled, but, but they they're don't not doing put, anything. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not, not putting, putting in the work. Yeah, uh, Lil Wayne is skilled and is putting in the work. You don't need. I mean, you don't as a, as a, as a label for someone like Lil Wayne. You don't need much management. You don't need to put so much effort into him. You know, he's he's, he's a brand by himself. Thank you. He's a brand, but before he was a brand. Yeah, that's still I say. That's why I say there's a lot of factors even before cash money came into play. I'm I'm telling you the truth. There, there there's a lot of factors. So you you think he was a brand before Cash Money Records? Uh no, maybe not as big as after Cash Money. Yeah. But he was de- destined for success for sure. But we we cannot say he was destined for success. We've seen his work ethics. We've seen his buzz. Okay. This is not something that happened after out of the blues after being signed to Kashmir. Mm. Even the labels, they look for talent. Yeah, for sure. They look for talent. Yeah. You have to you have to yeah. provide value. We've seen, look, what do you think is label doing for uh, Drake right now? Who? Label, any label. Uh-huh. What what can they contribute to uh, Drake's success? Uh, Dr. Dre. No, or Drake. 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 Yeah. Or Eminem. Not so but, much. But you see, this is what I want you to see. Um, in your the the the, way, the podcast where you guys spoke about white privileges that Eminem had, yeah, um, you know if you look back and we discussed and you said that the fact that Dre p- hand picked him, yeah, and I said like this is doing yeah, was enough for the the, the hip hop community to accept Doctor uh, to accept Eminem. That, that was a huge contribution. Yeah. You cannot nullify true, that true, fact. True. The fact that Doctor Dre picked him na kamwekeleapo ju. Made him, made him, made now plus the skills that he had. Yeah, I'm sure the way the Kulukwana rappers were in Wazuri, yeah. right? Mm. But the fact that Dre blessed him, like Amwakelea Mikono, was enough, right? Yeah. So you seeing where the label plays a role? I see. I just don't. But you see now between the, now, you, you see for you, you're trying to argue now that Eminem is a big name. No. Right now, Eminem he can do his own record label. He can actually go solo and will follow him to yeah. the ends of the earth, right? But before, but before, yeah, so this is what I'm saying. I believe, I believe that labels contribute yes. to artists' success. Mm. I just don't believe that they should be owning artists' uh, masters because of their contribution. It does not sum up. 
they do something they do something for sure for sure but they are not supposed to they do, they should not go to an extent of owning artists masters all right because that's that's your that's your, as an artist that's your product that's what you are selling and someone else is owning it so who are you look at, at you're an employee you are let's, a, let's, I'm, an, I'm a creator i should be the boss actually let's I should let, be the boss let's let's let, i in that podcast i left you with a challenge of trying to do the role of a record label for zack yeah. and 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 how's that going uh so not i'm not putting so much energy into it at the moment because mm-hmm. of other priorities definitely mm-hmm. but some that's something that i welcome that's a challenge that i really welcome and i'm doing because for me what I, the reason why i gave you that challenge is because you know producing something is one thing but making sure that thing gets to the ears of an audience is another thing yep. and that is where the record label comes into yep. play yep. right that's something that anybody i mean if you are just if you are committed that's something that you can learn can execute on and do it right right over with the advantage of social media true <laughs> you know you really know yeah for sure i already know that and, and i have in I, kenya I we don't have that. record i mean in africa we don't have so much so many record labels but we still have artists before banner boy was banner boy before he was signed before his kid was signed before sakodi was sakodi i don't think even he signed i think he's he has in <coughs> his own record label but you see what what you need to what what you need to acknowledge is the fact that if you come back home there's a time when caliph records it, it, like yeah, yeah. was like you needed to do with caliph records True. because uh clemore had figured a way in which music can penetrate in the kenyan space yeah. and what you do is you're basically going to borrow that template yeah. and help you you know your journey Build through on it. yeah but there's no that's there's no sin to that you don't sin if you do that If someone else comes and borrow if I come if I for, for Zach I come and borrow maybe um uh, someone that worked for worked for Rock Nation or for Caliph Records um, I've not done a thing yeah yeah you've not done a thing yeah. but when I, when I say borrow the borrow the template it's more like you get signed to Caliph Records Oh, that's how you mean it. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so basically, basically, Clemo <laughs> is walking you through the steps. So I can be like, Bado. Because if you think about it, all I, the artists that produced at that time, mm-hmm. basically they were hits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They were hits. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And all this was a journey by three people yeah. who went through building the grind, building the process. Yeah. And so, Woki Kuja... The fact that Mekuja Kali, if you follow that process... You follow that process... So you don't have to go through the... That's, you that's don't have to right. build the process that's, from scratch. That's all right. You so why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? What the labels that do? <laughs> why should they own artists, masters? That's my problem. That's my main problem. Why should they not? I'm the product. You as an artist. As an, an artist, what what does what what is the role of an artist? To produce good music. What exactly do the artists do? They rap. They sing. They rap. So the words. Yeah. So who Then owns who owns the the labels? Who, no. Who produces the the beats that go with the the, the lyrics? The labels hire people to do that. All right. Who pushes it? The, both the labels and the artists. Who pushes it? Both the label <laughs> and the artists. We know that. We've seen, okay, we've that's fine. It. That's fine. So, <clears throat> the contribution of the artist is the lyrics. <clears throat> the the lyrics, the brand as as a person, you know, the, the no, story. No. You come with your story. No, no, the brand is built. But you come with you, your no, story. No, I want to talk about a brand is built. It's built, okay. Yeah, you build a brand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and and in most cases building that brand is a contribution of a, of the the record label in most cases. Yeah. Because they can push you to 
media tours they can push you to events they can push you to all these right yeah so your contribution was the lyrics yeah that's it yeah you think they, so they i did, don't think that's, they that's did, it they, but they did I every other so this is the thing i'm just trying to understand okay so you are a, you are a musician you yes. are a rapper you are yes. a singer yes you go you, you want to sign with say Caliph records you are coming with your story you are coming with your skills as a rapper <coughs> or as a singer first you are coming with your story you are packaging your story in, in form of a song and story is powerful for me really if even your story uh, we've seen netflix and all these companies buying other people's story to stream on their platform yes. and your story is unique i don't think it's it's um, a good for someone for a label to own my story through music mm. it it just does not make sense help me break me through but if they pay for it if they pay for it is it okay i mean because if, if i'm signing if you I'm with a five million dollar check mm-hmm. chief that's a lot of money yeah i but need to not, own that i don't think you need to to man it depends it depends with it it really depends we've seen because because i'm sure the, i'm sure within the agreements own. yeah we need to acknowledge that true so there are those who like I've, I've, I, I talked about the management. There's those who have just signed management deal. So you own everything. The management company maybe just pushes your music, distributes your music, mm-hmm. but you own everything. You see? But then there's another, there's this other one where uh, these big labels, the the Sony's, the Warner Bros. and you know, Universal, they own the masters of your music. And they push you. And they push your music. They push you really hard what level you mean i mean to global level i, I mean that's nani. up for debate that's up for debate <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just talking about um uh, the, uh, the facts <coughs> my story is unique you should not own my story whether it's a form of it's a, a writing in writing in video or in lyrics you, you just don't have i just Absolutely. me for me i'm i'm just not ready for someone to do that for I, me i definitely 100% i see things from your perspective i understand why you'll be you'll want that yeah especially for for a creative creativity takes a lot of energy you just don't want someone to, to own your music music that also you tell your personal stories yeah 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 i see even if i die you still eating you are still eating from my <laughs> from my from my story we continue making you famous i mean tupac to date nah, is still nah. still relevant <laughs> that thing that that thing about labels mm-hmm. i think there's some changes that needs to be done especially the part about the the masters you see mel for me or the they negotiate then we they take yeah the take biggest question or rather concern for me is usually why is it that because most of the people talking about owning their masters are artists who've made it those people who've become hits mm-hmm. now they don't need the record labels anymore mm, no that's how i feel that's it, how that's I view that's it. true that's mm. true uh, you come to realization that you are giving away majority of your money to someone else and if you rem- if you But remember what, is the, the, what i need to understand is what is the contribution mm-hmm. of this record label because i feel like i they, feel like we sort of are being unfair no they to have Sony a contribution and the Bros yeah. for just arguing that they earn, they take money like it's like they are stealing from the artist without acknowledging the value they're providing to the artist that's what i need you to acknowledge i know i i say i say i I've, i'm going to repeat it for i don't know five times or <laughs> for the fifth time the labels they have something to do they Then let's not call them let's not say because how you're putting it, it sounds like you're they're stealing from artists 
that's how it is coming off so if you take someone if if um, a product is <coughs> five shillings then i sell it to you at 12 shillings am i a thief or not a thief if the product is five shillings but i sell it to you mm-hmm. at 12, at 12 shillings. shillings am i a thief no you're not it's an Why? open market No no stop about stop no, no. the open market and stuff it's only no, you study economic models right yeah yeah but right? you see it's only no, no, no. Yeah. let's not let's not just throw words and, and 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 leave them there okay so if the product the production cost is 5 shillings and people are willing to buy it at 12 shillings you say people are willing yes that's how the open market works but it's so demand supply curve so in this case in this case let mm. me give a, but then a clearer example okay, okay. um calligraph Saya kuna tsemi three albums okay is doing maybe 30k listeners on across all streaming platforms then he decides now to sign with a with a label so that means he's giving away all these uh, albums plus the future albums so not you will not be getting the 30k if one stream is that uh, one shilling he won't be getting the 30 shillings or 30k uh, but he'll be splitting with the label is that good business Um okay your your case for calligraph yeah. if the label takes him and moves him from 30k to a mil streams mm-hmm. right how is how, how the label is going to do that so they are going to promote him because you need to ac- <laughs> you need to acknowledge the fact that the fact that you partner with this you're subscribing you're going to also tap into their audience they already they already they have, they have already built yeah so if we ha- if sony already has for example they have a million listeners I'm a subscribers right so then you have that no no I'm just hear me just follow my my trail of thought if if you because when you when you sign to a label you're going to tap into their marketing team okay. which you originally didn't have okay. and if this marketing team pushes you from 30k to say 100,000 okay. plays right okay. now this is a new 100 this is a new 70,000 that you originally didn't have okay. so if these guys tell you chief we're going to take 50 you take 50 or you or you take 40 we take you 60. take we take 60 and and you retain you you have an additional 10 what's wrong with that one business, you've tapped into a new market two you've increased your 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 audience you've increased your income by by t- that's about 30% yeah so if you sign maybe so that's for three albums right yeah. so you sign for three albums or four albums or five albums so assuming the song has 12 Uh, assuming each album has 12 12 songs right yeah and then you decide to leave. then 3 3 that's that's 36 right mm-hmm. the six songs each of them is getting 100,000 thanks to the contribution of the marketing team of Sony mm-hmm. you have now 36 no that's 3.6 streams million streams yes 3.6 million streams right so 3.6 million streams then you are given 40% <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, it does not make sense. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's that's what I want you to see. Like if there is cuz cuz we need to acknowledge that when you get into a partnership, you have to give up something. Yeah, you have to. Yes. My problem I think my problem is not them taking Me I money. don't see I I've don't see management taking 5%, taking 10%, taking 15%. I'm not and I don't it, have any problem. And this is an open market. If you are willing to go solo, go, go. solo. So right? What? And own your masterpiece. How about these guys? About but but what is the point? What is the point? of having masterpieces which are not valuable i mean if 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 jz we know he had, he had no 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 not look you see the problem the problem with the problem with this conversation is you are comparing the 1% with how many artists do we have 
globally a like lot. let's take Nairobi how many people, okay, how many a, artists do we have a lot now why are we comparing them with the 1% why are who are the, the biggest names then why are the guys why are the okay guys show me the... show me someone mm-hmm. <laughs> who's not a big name who who so, Zach told us that he'll ta- he'll happily take a deal. <laughs> a deal. I mean, that's his personal preference. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's wrong nothing with wrong with that. There's right. nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, how many people that were signed are complaining right now? How many? I don't know. A lot. What, what do you think they are complaining? I'll, I'll go back to that quantify argument that you gave me with huge. <laughs> what is a lot? <laughs> I mean, I've 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 had uh, <coughs> Kanye, big a very big name in hip hop. I've had J. Cole right now is owning his very big name in hip-hop. I've had uh, a, a, an independent label trying to get themselves away from a, a, a global label. Uh, we've had a lot of cases. Okay. But it's, 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 it's Have you had a small artist complain? That they, have you had Saudi Soul say they want to get out of... I don't think they have had any issues yet. If, it, if you're happy... Then that's, it's, it's, that's fine. That's fine for right. you. You just, right. I mean, it's if you are complaining, then there's something wrong. <laughs> then he left also Spotify. Who? Joe Biden. Yeah. How is not he working. doing? Not, it was not working for, but, uh, for him. Because right now, he's, he's not doing really good, but not... Uh, not not, not terribly to, bad. <laughs> no, no, it's not uh, attached to Spotify. I think the guys that he was doing the podcast with left, he had some rifts with them, and now it's like, you know... Is he did not treat them well, and that's a different case from Spotify not treating Joe Biden well. So those are two different stories. Mm. Uh, we left, we were together, okay. So mm. maybe we joined a KCB. So we worked for KCB together. We were not happy. Then after pulling out, we started a company. Then you are not treating me well, so I left. I decided to left. So you can't contribute to your failure to you leaving KCB. Mm. You have to contribute to me leaving. Yeah, I I totally get like uh, um, causation is not correlation. I get yeah. that, but 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 you see, you, you can plot back and say maybe the money from KCB is no longer trickling in, so I need to figure out how I'll pay my rent. I need mm. to figure. No, actually, they were making. I'm lots just of thinking. Money. I'm just yeah. just yeah. thinking out loud. Yeah, but yeah. they they were <coughs> making good money. Okay. Even after leaving Spotify. Mm. Yeah. All right. I think the music beat is a good way to to end it then now we when you come back i'll want to touch a little bit about your your involvement in the nairobi stock exchange because i think that is something that uh, you can share a bit of light to also okay. the young people to take action sure podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out you get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime. And we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. That was definitely... A heated conversation on record labels. Yeah, it's quite a long, it's one. A long one. It's it's quite interesting. I think it's one of those conversations between us. We'll never really get to a consensus because I I strongly feel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I strongly share a different view. Yeah. But as, how, as, how about as you, you Nini? You localize it. We bring it back down home. Not even. Like, I'm what you mean by localize. Uh, you you are a podcast creator. 
you're mm-hmm. a creator i own your podcasts <laughs> no no you ima- ima- imagine a, a scenario like that or uh-huh, okay. spotify coming to own your podcast yeah imagine such scenario but or spo- you are a writer <clears throat> you're giving the rights of your articles to someone else but actually that is the thing spotify now bought jre right yeah no they they have license but you see JRE. what did they do they it's not it's only a it's only a, a exclusive one on spotify, on spotify for a certain period of time that's okay. a, that's a license so but you I see now have the license to distribute your content exclusively on my pl- platform for two years after that you can either decide to bring them down or take them to other platforms i don't think there's that option of bringing them down but i'm pretty sure after a certain period after the two years as as lapsed yeah yeah so now we can access them on youtube you yeah jerry uh, jorogan can decide to bring all the podcast to, uh, uh, to youtube yeah that is what now i'm 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 i'm, I'm sort of struggling with because if you think about the audience that spot uh, jorogan had built mm-hmm. so the idea looking at it from my perspective is the idea behind uh Spotify wanting to sign Jorogan was to tap into that audience that Jorogan had built. You think that's the the strategy? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that was the strategy. I think the strategy I mean Jorogan was, was uh-huh. the, the strategy, you see, you know what Spotify is doing right now with trying to maximize on the podcast industry. So what they were doing, they know uh podcast uh Jorogan is a big name. He gets millions of listeners every month. So if we make it exclusive on our platform we are drawing all these million people onto our platform they're mm-hmm. not only going to listen to our pod to jorogan podcast mm-hmm. but other podcasts as well yeah so long time you know what the, you you can see the tra- the tra- uh, trajectory of for that partnership mm-hmm. i mean if, if if you can see for right now for two years people using my platform to for a, cert- a particular reason mm. you are pretty sure after someone finishes to listen to a jorogan they might play music I mean that that's Yeah, that's exactly happen. what I said. So strategy was to draw Jorogan's audience to, to Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. And th- you you know what amount they're giving for two years? Mm. 100 million. Yeah. So imagine that. But you see he will okay. And then I anyway, still own the thing. I still let, Let's still let's, let's let's but you see he <laughs> lose he lo- he also lost uh, he also lost part of his audience. Some of them. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's usually a gamble. The same with that yes, is, but, but let's let's expensive gamble. You let's hundred million. You want to me? I hundred. I, I have hundred million shil- uh, dollars, <laughs> and I lose fifty thousand listeners. Yeah. Which one is is better? Exactly what I was saying previously. Kulala Because <laughs> if you are creative, you're going to create other masterpieces. But anyway, as we finish this up, yeah. Nairobi Stock Exchange. Okay. You are definitely the only person in my circle who's young. And he's actually investing in the in this stock. In two or four, you were reading pure Kamapure. Yeah. So I definitely know you are young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Right. How did that? How did how did you get there? Uh, the idea of it also boils down to idea of taking action. Uh-huh. Um, I'm interested in finance. Yeah. I come from a very very poor background. Um, I've always wanted to change that story. And you know, I've interacted with books. I've read books. I've had, you know, people have made it talk about how they made it, and it's you know, it's one of the one of the ways is uh, stock market. So I've, I've I read a couple of books. I read 
I don't have to mention, but I read a couple you of books. You can books, mention, right? you read Intelligent Investor, yeah, yeah. By Benjamin. Uh, as, as Nani written a book, um, uh, uh, The Baksha Guy. No, it's not. It, but there, there are a couple of books. Uh, Referencing him. Yeah, Warren Buffett, you mean. Yes. Yes, I've read there's, an, uh, there's a, book about, a book about him called Snowball. I read that one. I've mm-hmm. read The Richest... Man in Babylon? The no? richest man in Babylon. That's a good one. That's a good, a really mm-hmm. good one. I think mm-hmm. everyone should start there. Uh, richest man in Babylon. Yeah. I remember um, my mentor once when 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 uh, that's the first book he told me to go read. Yeah, go read. He actually said go read that, then go read Richard Rich Dad, Quarter. then now go read. Uh, there's another quadrant shift. So like in that order. Mm-hmm. So you finish Rich Dad, you read. Uh, uh, you finish Richest Man in Babylon, then you do Rich Dad. Then you do quadrant shift, and all of them like they have different yeah, lessons I'm, you can me, pick. I've, I've read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I've read uh, I've read re, uh, the Richest Man in Babylon. Uh, I would say just if you read Richest Man in Babylon, <coughs> you can skip Rich Dad Poor Dad. But if you are someone who is starting to read on finance, read both, so you see the you know the trends mm-hmm. or the similarities in both books. I've also read uh, Robin. Tony Robbins' book, Seven Steps to Financial Freedom. That's a really, really good book. Mm-hmm. I've never finished it, but every time I get to it. <laughs> why, why, don't you, why don't you finish it? It's a, it's a big one. So, someone, someone was arguing that Tony Robbins is just an evangelist in the secular world. Kind of, yeah. I, I, I really don't like his the way his writing style. He tells so much unnecessary stuff in his book. <laughs> Instead of just hitting the... Hitting the point. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, he, he has got really, really amazing points, so... Uh, I've read that one. Mm-hmm. Mm, I've read which one again? I've read a, a couple of. Uh, I've read hundreds and hundreds of articles on finance. Uh, and I know you 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 passionately follow uh, this economist. What is his name? Cohen. Who? Uh, Poelo? No, Tyler. Tyler. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I like his ideologies. His ideologies are Cohen, but then really the, really they cool. lean more towards economics. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, uh there's uh, there's the person who 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 Baksha Warren Buffett follows constantly he reads his articles quite often I've oh. forgotten his name current is 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 current guy uh, no no he, he's like when whenever he's trying to consider an investment mm-hmm. he'll have he he'll, he'll have to check with this guy first I don't know I don't know who the, the name has disappeared yeah I just know Benjamin. I, I know Benjamin Graham. Graham. His his mentor. Uh, that's why I read the intelligent, intelligent investor. Mm-hmm. Was it relevant? The, inter- really? the intelligent was yeah, it really really relevant. I okay. Mean, so the the good thing is that it's 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 a class. It's a what can I say? It's a timeless. It's book. a timeless book. It's a timeless book. So okay. The trends still happen today. So, so the tricks are this. Uh, you the you same, definitely the same, the same. Okay. I think it's the one that has got a huge. Impact into me getting into the stock market. Stock market, yeah. All right. How was it? How was it like? When did you now decide? At what level did you now decide? Like, I have sufficient information, and you're like, then also walk us through you starting the uh, journey. So after after I read, uh, I read the the richest man in Babylon. I read the rich dad, poor dad. I read. I think I'm missing two books. About finance that I've read. Then I read uh, Elon's biography. Then I read uh, 
intelligent investor. So after intelligent investor, I thought, I think I've seen so much trends in the, if I don't take action at this point, I think this knowledge is going to be irrelevant. You know, It's not knowledge that you can apply elsewhere apart from entering the stock market, you know. So that's when I decided to open a CDS account, deposit some money there, mm. do my, buy some stocks. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's really about, yeah, I mean, a lot of people think of stock market. I've seen, I've also had like very good friends of mine talk about trading and I'm 100% against trading. The reason is from the, uh, from the information that I've gotten from, you know, the people who have done it. Uh, just don't want to take information from someone who, I, you know, I don't look up to him or I don't think he has done it. I want to take information from someone who has, who has done it. So if Tony talks about it, if Benjamin Graham talked about it, if uh, the richest man, Akkad, talked about it in richest man in, uh, in Babylon, I mean, that's mm-hmm. enough for me. So I'm, I'm really against um, trading. I buy. I look for companies that I think are going to be here for the next 10 years. And I really go back to their statements for the last 11 years. I mean, I got that from Benjamin Franklin. Sorry, Benjamin Graham, intelligent investor. So it's people people want to get into the stock market to earn money quick because they think Safaricom is Safaricom or Equity Bank or KCB Bank is, you know, is making money right now. But for me, I want to see if I want to put my money where I know 10 years from now, they're, co- they're still going to make some money. So that's why, that's that's my strategy. Go back to the 10, go back 11 years, le- um, look at their statements for the last 11 years, and have they been paying dividends um, continuously for those past 11 years? If they missed one, that can be an exception, but if they missed more than one, that's a company to think twice about. Yeah, so those are the two main categories also just looking at the you know looking at the um industries banking banking you know i mean there's some potential in banking in africa same to telco telco companies um what else real estate some potential as well so yeah. just to just to i i remember there's a time when um Kevin Hart on Joe, Joe Rogan, he mentioned something to do with him. He looks at things that are sort of necessities mm-hmm. because then that means that company will definitely exist. So he look at something like food industry, for example. He picks and because he knows like people are going to eat. He looks at something like energy. Yep. People will definitely need energy. Yeah, yeah. And, and he puts his money in such investments. I I don't agree with that. That's okay. I mean that it's not that's not a, an advice that you want to give to someone who is starting. Mm. You know, it's not backed by data. Uh, what if another company, another food company that is more innovative comes into that space? And okay, it takes over. That then you invested in a company just because you know it's a necessity. And so it's it, it does not work <laughs> like that in real in in real world. So for you you um you focus mainly on buying and holding yeah uh vis-a-vis trading yeah because so the other one is called the other one is called uh speculative investing mm-hmm. the one of you buy trade uh, oh this week safaricom this month safaricom will make some money that's speculative uh, speculative investing 
as referred to as by Graham. But, but 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 it's it's not entirely wrong, right? It's not entirely wrong, but there's no one in real world who has built real wealth doing that. No one. Literally no one mm-hmm. who has built wealth doing that. Um look at the guys who have done it. Look at Bill Gates, look at Warren Buffett. In Kenya, look at who? Uh, Chris. Who else? Kirobi and there's this um this guy who was making headlines the guy who the, ch- the person who was the board chair of equity mungo mungo james if you ask them they will tell you it's uh, speculative investment does not create real wealth that's just you playing with your money mm. gambling it's like gambling actually so for you the the thinking is uh, if you have money just buy for example um acute media's share yeah. and hold yeah Uh, you can tra- uh, at the end of the book usually it talks about how you can take part i mean in the operations of the company if you are in a position to mm-hmm. i can't at this stage but you know why can't you it's it all it depends i mean for 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 you to have a voice in safaricom you have to have some qualifications you know Look, what do you, what do you mean what, so what does a, qualification what like do you mean? chris kirubi he invested say in uchumi so he owns maybe some Uh, shares of Uchumi, if Uchumi were a public company, then we know he has got so much experience and information on how to build companies. So if he invested in Uchumi, he can approach the Uchumi guys and say, I can help you in doing this, this and this, or planning or strategizing for this company to, to grow. You see, I don't have that experience. But what if, like you are, what if like you had significant uh, shares Mm, yeah that that takes that takes time you know so yeah me, I, i i totally get i mean yeah for i don't think anyone from anyone who has done it is going to take this information from me so that's um, why i'm i'm just talking from my okay my experience okay. but if you if, if someone who has been in the industry for a while um listens to this i think that's a good way to, that's a good way to go all right as we finish up walk us through the process of getting the cds account Uh, so you you use your lock your local bank so you approach them you say you want to open a cds account you provide your kra pin and then copies of your id it's just basic basic documents then it takes it usually take two weeks depends with your bank some takes a month some take two it's frustrating sometimes i got frustrated when i was open, opening mine mm. like they promised two weeks I went it was not there they had to call the guys from Kencom is the main the headquarters then they said I they said it's the, my records can't be seen yet so I had to re- reapply again mm-hmm. and uh, <coughs> that is frustrating I mean if you have some money or if you are really curious to want to, to do this thing uh, so uh, say patience it's just give it a month to and to yeah, for the entire for the, for the entire of now opening the CDS account yeah, yeah to okay. be done and from there you load money into your your CDS account now then you, you so there's there's that process so when you are opening your CDS account you'll need to link your the, your CDS account with your now regular account mm-hmm. so that when dividends are paid you can easily transfer them back to your normal account, normal account. but that's part of registration so not big deal. Mm-hmm. And then 
after opening account everything is finalized you load your you load money into that account, cds account then you send an email to your bank then the, the bank acts, acts at your broker so you send an email i want to buy safaricom shares worth this amount of money i want to buy equity bank shares worth this amount of money then they initiate the transaction they buy it for you then they let you know via email once your transaction your purchase has been done simple okay <laughs> yeah and and you need like a million to do that no no uh i started with 10k i don't have a lot of money wait dude yeah because like there's 10 g's like you know there's this well 10 g's was super like dogo but there's this really this mindset that if you want to get in the stock market you need to have like a those lump are, sum so those are like what what do they call them these no no these these what they usually stereotypes stereotypes, stereotypes okay yeah uh-huh. you need you can invest i think kenyan market a good thing kenyan market is so young kenyan stock market is so young her shares is like 40 shillings two bob yes three bob so if if you have a 10k you can buy a lot of shares it's not like the us when a tesla comp- a tesla shares is uh, to, to, uh, yeah <laughs> dollars, dollars. <laughs> yeah so it we need to take actually we need to take advantage of the you know the, uh, right now when it's still young yeah when the market is still young there's so much well i'm i'm not giving an advice but i'm just saying for me personally i think kenyan market or african stock market is so young and we need to take advantage of, of that just I wonder why we, most of us we don't have that account. And we, have, and we have we have savings account. It's not so much of steps to take. And it's it's a I'll say it's a gamble, it's a risky investment, but we need to do it. As yeah. a, as a young person you need to do it because you have a lot a lot a lot of time to rectify your mistakes. Mm. I won't mind if I lose my Safaricom shares at this stage because I have you, know, you can lose your shares. I mean if the company if the company yeah shillings, then uh, and then the, the company starts doing badly yeah which which we right now know you know based on what you are viewing it's not really uh not really possible it's possible it's possible for the for companies to yeah yeah but based on the case and point the company that you've just mentioned safaricom yeah see their chances i mean yeah there are chances but the possibility yeah the possibility is there i mean uh, <laughs> I, I like i like how you're open minded to this whole idea <laughs> no it's i mean this this is something that has happened not in kenya not in uganda everywhere yeah so we've seen companies big but, companies yeah. collapse yeah for sure yeah, for sure you just don't want to say i'm 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 not sure and i was quite sure so 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 basically what you're saying but there's something i recently learned um and 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 that basically investing is actually moving money through time right mm-hmm. yeah so like if you're buying your shares today uh you're basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to move your 10,000 from 2021 to 2031 yeah. and with the hope that that 10,000 will be 30,000 Yeah. possibly like possibly, yeah, yeah. because uh, the flip side you mentioned about saving and I, i thought maybe i can mention this the flip side to saving is when you save money it loses value yeah. over time thanks to inflation and currently <laughs> we are at 6% yeah we are at 6% so, so which means a thousand bob today in um in uh, in, a, in a year or two years time will be 6% less yeah. than it is today yeah. but with your share there's that gamble that it might be 15000 yeah yeah so right. two, two things though so one i want to talk about the security don't uh, so this is also something that i learned from reading them books uh, f- f- build your runway a little bit or your freedom fund 
mm-hmm. so to say or your emergency fund if you want to say mm-hmm. for some time <coughs> so you don't don't if if you have 100k in your bank account build on your savings or find ways of balancing your savings and your risky investment so this growth growth bucket and then the security bucket build your security bucket so if you lose your job you are maybe good for the next three months um if you get sick today you can go to the hospital and cover the cost yeah uh, you have some inv- some entertainment blah 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 before you just go to the risky because you might invest 10k in your company today the next day it's collapsing mm, mm. so you want to balance uh 75 25 maybe i don't know Dif- differs with the kind of books or the person you follow no but i definitely agree with you on that 100% yeah yeah, yeah so 70 some prefer to 75 do 75 25 some 65 mm-hmm. 25 mm-hmm. just find out your balance or find out information online or repeatable websites on the the uh the considered percentages balancing your portfolios mm-hmm. whether it's within the within your specific shares you, see, you also need to balance the specifics like your shares your shares portfolio mm-hmm. and your security bucket for portfolios mm. do, but you can do bonds you can start with bonds bonds it's security. which are safe yeah it's mm. security so bonds when you say bonds you're talking about emakiba you're talking about treasury bonds yeah, yeah. those are the ones you're referring yeah, to yeah, okay yeah. The which which are which are basically zero risk zero the government risk. unless zero unless risk. the government collapses and it's imp- Well, yeah, it's it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. Yeah, based, yeah, based on the current the current stru- uh, structure we have in Kenya for example. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen other people also do like they diversify into like commodities, you can do commodities as well. You know, you buy livestock. Just try to uh, to diversify as much as possible so you just don't have like the stock market, the security, you have some like physical assets. As well. mm, mm. And the, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is a uh, Uh, Graham talks about you or investing in companies that you believe in or you enjoy their products. Don't just invest in Safaricom and you don't believe in Safaricom, you know, you don't like Safaricom. You believe in the numbers. Mm, you you believe in the balance sheet. Yeah, that's that's like, not the, the best uh, strategy <coughs> because if something goes wrong, you regret so much. But if you liked a company and it goes uh, that's the thing. How do we and and Nani uh Robert Kiyosaki touches a bit on it and also uh, uh what's the name of the guy who wrote uh, Babylon George George Clarkson George Clarkson yeah he he touches a bit about that emotional aspect in terms of cuz I, I don't I, I don't think investing with passion mm-hmm. is really a good strategy mm why uh I, i i think if if and that's why that's why you'll hear even these investors say there is something that you first of all if you if you follow uh what's the name of this guy his name has disappeared you first of all grow what is uh market valuable Mm-hmm. in terms of there is potential in growth you can look at this solution and you think oh this is quite a good uh, people actually say capital was kirubi's sort of hobby it wasn't like really because he had his businesses and then this was like something he wanted <laughs> yeah, to do true that's true he said you know, it. He yeah. said it. He so said it. so uh, what i'm tr- what i'm trying to say is 
if you my advice will be invest in what you think will give you value then once you have money it's like traveling you want to have money so that you can travel okay I you don't want to you don't want to experience life if you don't have a, a positive yeah, yeah, cash flow true, true true so i i say i will say then uh, so for me i just prefer to invest in things that I you're passionate money. about yeah if I'm, i believe in equity i love in, i love their services equity bank i mean if i yes. love their services uh i see the numbers uh i invest okay but if i don't love kcb i don't love maybe their customer <laughs> relation and stuff It's easy for me just to decide on investing on them even if they they have a they have a good balance sheet. Yeah. And it's it's, right. a, it's a it's a hard decision to make. Also just you mentioned uh capital it's capital FM. So I was kind of people might be wondering what you meant by capital. Chris Kirubi. Uh, oh, I didn't finish capital yeah, FM. Capital <laughs> FM. <laughs> yeah, it's capital FM. Yeah. All right. One uh, one last parting shot. Uh I also have this project that I'm part of called Casa Kibera Aeronautics and Space Academy. Yes. Um a senior project coordinator. I hate those titles but that you just used. Look yeah, at this guy. Okay. I, I, I didn't want to like start to explain senior project coordinator. Basically I just oversee the projects and trying to strategize and what we do we we, we uh, inspire young people into science and space science and uh space exploration specifically to young people to take actions to make the world a better place through you know science the dis- uh, discoveries and next week we are having a uh sh- it's like a hub talk what kind of meetup mm-hmm. and we'll be talking about money and we'll be talking about space exploration in Africa whether it's a worthwhile a uh, direction for africa as a whole to take or it's that's something for the first first world countries and it will be on friday 20th friday so if if anybody can pull up if if atuna panda kibera no right yeah yeah thank you thank you for that and also listen to our podcast zakamel <laughs> talk music I, i was about to actually say that ah, okay, it okay. just took my words out of my mouth <laughs> but you said you told like me I, my parting ha- shots like i, I had to... like a perfect line for it okay, that, okay, okay. now it has disappeared you see <laughs> you, you know <laughs> now i was just afraid you might not mention <laughs> it, you know, so i just wanted to say it that All right. Thank you so much Mel for pulling up. It was really a good conversation and uh, I think we need to have more of the stock exchange rather investing uh into the securities exchange more often because I think this is something that like if you went in there with 10,000, I know folks who drink 10,000 on a Friday night. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So um so if that can be channeled to a different direction then that can be a good thing. So thank you so much for coming. Guys remember Casa is holding The last time you used money as a as a as a, a magnet. Yes. Yeah, I see. I I I I heard that complaint from Duda. So it's this time it's I actually we have a poster uh, <laughs> about money and it's strictly we're going to talk that's the first uh topic of discussion actually. But regardless it was a great conversation talking about mental wealth and creating spaces for yeah. people to actually share mental health um concerns and Acute Media has a podcast called Mental Wealth. Yeah, yeah. That basically uh, features these stories. The, yeah. the last story was quite moving. Uh, it featured. I listened to that. You listened to it. Yeah. The lady. It was quite a moving, yeah. uh, a moving story. The lady shared her experience growing up, going through struggling, uh, struggling with a toxic caregiver. Mm. Which I mean, you technically don't have anywhere to go if your dad is 
yeah. the person who's uh, you can check that out on acute.co.ke slash mental hyphen well yes the guy the guy was my my head boy ah yeah for real yeah for real for real for real <laughs> Derek was my, my <laughs> head boy in high school um he did beat me a couple of times yeah you seem to have been a naughty kid either way I should have asked you what kind of kid you are. No. But we are not going to talk about that in this episode. Remember to check out Casa um and they be hosting their monthly hub conversation this yep. time it will be about money yep. and space exploration in Africa yep. which is something really interesting to to talk about. I know South Africa is doing something along yep. those lines. Yep. I also think Morocco is doing it yep. and Egypt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and what Kenya did sending that satellite is that same is, is that also part of exploration that's a part of conversation that will be really yeah, yes yeah. so it will be a really fun conversation that will definitely be a fun conversation and it will be happening at Tunapanda Institute which is in Kibera yep. Olympic um, you can check out Mel on Twitter at Mel Melkizidek hype underscore yep or Zach and Melpod yep so remember to check out Zach and Melpod on a cute platform as well thank you so much goodbye